you ready to be entrefied? Let's break free of the life we are told to live. Create freedom and wealth by adding value to others' lives. others lives. Challenge traditions, challenge authority, and get entrefied. Hey, hey, how's it going? Coming from the old entrefied Ford tonight. Yep, I'm sitting in a Walmart parking lot and I'm recording my episode because uh, my house has been sieged by family members and yeah they all have um, take over, taken over my office so I can't really go in there and record <laughs> so uh, yeah I've been doing this 90 day 90 episode challenge because I need to get my I need to get stronger in producing content so I've been uh, really adamant about making episodes every single day and let me tell you guys it is not easy to be consistent at the least bit because number like it's so easy to say hey i'm gonna do this i'm gonna start working out hey january is the perfect month for this uh, example to come real life so you could say in january you could say hey man i'm gonna start working out in the gym five days a week and then January rolls around, and uh, yeah, you're in there consistently, consistently. And like a couple days later, you start to to get a bunch of uh, obstacles come at you. And this is the biggest thing. This is the biggest. Thing. It's kind of like it's kind of like almost like when you're. I'm trying to think of a good analogy here. I'm just gripping and ripping tonight, guys. I don't have I don't have a, any show flow notes. I'm just sitting in a Walmart parking lot, just telling it to you guys straight because uh, it. it it's important that you understand that I could just go home right now and I could get in my bed and take a nice little nap. You know, here we are setting day after Christmas, got all my presents, I'm happy, comfy, go home, sleep with my new whatever gadgets I got, freaking transformers, whatever I got, sleep with those in the bed. And uh, But guess what? I'm not. I'm not doing it. And, uh, you know, you wonder why? You wonder why? Because I'm not going to succumb to complacency. I'm not going to just lay in the bed and be like, oh, you know, I could have recorded that episode tonight, but I'm just not feeling great. You know, I ate too much for dinner. Oh, I just, I, I just not feeling tonight. I'll do it tomorrow. And guess what? Tomorrow comes and I don't do it. I make another excuse. And how many of you realize that as you make one excuse, the second one gets easier and the third one gets easier. And if you even make it to the fifth excuse, you're already like, all right, man, well, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty done. I'm pretty done now. I'm definitely not doing this anymore. And you, you stop going to the gym. You stop making your podcast, whatever it is you're doing, you quit because you consistently, your consistency streak has snapped. And that is the biggest issue I run into myself personally. Uh, today, just today, uh, I just uh, got a, a letter in the mail from the Tennessee Department. I live in Tennessee here. And the old Tennessee Department of, of Business, whatever it is, I forgot all the time I had. It's like tax and whatever. And I was like, oh, my God. not one. Like, it looked really serious, guys. Like, it had the Tennessee Department on it. Had my name plastered on there, Mr. Patrick Hughes. It's like Mr. Anderson. Like, I mean, it was like I thought I was about to have to get into a karate fight uh, right there with that envelope. And the good news is, is I open it, 
And lo and behold, I started reading the first few lines, and it's a check. It's a check. All right. Now, if you guys listen to the podcast a few weeks back, I had a flat tire. And I had to replace my tires and all that. And, you know, that kind of sucks right before Christmas time. You, you got to drop all this money to uh, replace tires and do all this other stuff when you got freaking children out there wanting some presents. You know, it's not easy being being a, a real gift giver. So I, um, I open it up and there's a check, right? The other, and I had a second letter. And guess what? It was a check too. All right, it gets better from here, guys. So I had this business, Lazy Day Beds, and it it was a a business for day beds. Obviously, I sold day beds. Well, what's a day bed? They're actually really cool, very niche product, and it was actually a a, a really good business. I mean, now mind you, I I didn't realize this was the first business I've had that took off. All right, I had. A network of suppliers in America, not China, in America, Furniture of America, Baxton Furniture. Um, you know, I had a lot of great dealers in America, manufacturers making furniture for me, the quality they had in Walmart, and they were allowing me to sell it from from warehouses across the U.S. And so, what I do is, I'd get a I get a freaking day bed for three hundred dollars, and I would. Um, that's a wholesale price. And then you have to get a sales and use tax from the department of Tennessee or whatever to be able to do business with them and, and, and get that down to just 300 flat. And so that sales and use tax, they don't tell you is cost $700 to a thousand dollars. So I was paying a thousand dollars a month for a freaking sales and use tax. And that's, that's a mortgage right there. And that weighs in on you pretty good. And so I'm, I'm sitting there paying that and paying that every month, and then on top of that, that $300 I told you guys about, well, the markup is is $600 generally on the map, minimum advertised pricing, that's what that stands for, and what that is for is these large companies, it's to make it to where the lowest they can bid is 600 or sell an item is 600 but you know, Walmart's, Walmart and all these other big guys, they don't give a crap, man, they're going to take that freaking futon bed they're going to put the price at 500. They don't care. What are you going to do? Are you going to kick Walmart's business out of the door because they broke your minimum advertising policy? Nope. And it was put in place to give little guys a shot at taking on the big guys. And so that way you could make a you could make a, a sale on something and, and you both have to sell at 600. So then it just comes down to would you sell at Walmart or the little guy? But like I said, Walmart doesn't care. They drop that crap down to 500 they they don't care they're like hey get rid of walmart's business i dare you and guess what those little these manufacturers they they don't get rid of walmart it's kind of broken honestly and really sad that even when they try to include the little guy they still get stepped on so i was just making my way trying to find a way for brother i was making some sales and you know i'm turning around these 600 dollars big ticket sales and man let me tell you guys you can do big ticket, and I recommend big ticket over little ticket any day of the week, any day of the week, but just mind you, you need a lot of capital, all right, because I'm moving a $300 piece of furniture uh, to New York from, I don't know, Alabama, 
So then you got to look at shipping, which was the biggest uh, cost. That's $200 right there. So you're up to 500. So you're making a hundred dollar profit. That's roughly about 20% profit margin. So you, you're kicking on about 20% profit margin, which is not bad at all. Especially when you hit Wayfair level where you have your own warehouses, your own shipping team, whatever, man. I'm telling you guys, it it is a profitable business to be in when it comes to big ticket items. Let me tell you, big ticket items. But look for a big ticket item that has low shipping costs. You're looking at a $200 shipping cost item like furniture. I didn't think about that up front. I, I was like, oh, day beds, man. Oh, those aren't bad. Yeah, $200 shipping is just eating into your profits. You got to find something that has a good margin and, you know, lighter shipping because shipping is an issue. It is an issue. There were some times where I would need a freaking freight truck to haul furniture to somebody's house. That's not a good situation to be in. So just be wary of shipping costs on any ventures you may, you know, forego. And if you have any questions, hit me up, Patrick Hughes 9000. I'll gladly help you for free. I'll coach you on your business, help you along the way. Uh, I'm no expert, but man, I got a lot of experience and, and I know what not to do <laughs> and I'm, I'm figuring out what to do. It's obviously a learning game. It's always going to be learning guys. And so I opened these two checks in the mail from the Tennessee department of taxes or whatever it is, whatever department it is. And boom, I got, it's a check for me. They actually owed me money. For Christmas, well, day after Christmas, I got a check in the mail saying, hey, buddy, you paid too many taxes on our sales and use tax, and you, we owe you some money. Like, do you guys know how absolutely refreshing it is to get a check in the mail? And this wasn't a little check, like $100. No, this was, and I don't want to gloat or anything for you guys, but this was over 1200 bucks in one check. And, you know, that, that was just one of the checks. I had two of these. And look, guys, that was a huge bonus, man. And, and coming from the, like, how many of you guys get checks in the mail from your own government saying, oh, you, you paid us too many taxes besides income tax. And guess what? They can't tax me on that. That stuff they sent me, they can't tax me on it because they are the tax department. But, and I'm going to get into this a little later. I got an episode coming up on this whole dilemma but when you work a nine to five you get taxed on the way in you get taxed on the way in man you get in there you make your first two weeks paycheck guess what taxes 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 and then guess what your entire paycheck is taxed a second time and you're sitting here like no it's not patrick what are you what are you talking about bro dude every item that you buy has taxes Walmart, taxes, food, gas. Does gas have a tax? Okay, anyway, food, cars, houses, you know, any, like, almost anything you buy has some kind of tax tied to it. So when you spend your paycheck, your entire paycheck, you're taxed again, a second time. And you're like, well, that's okay, Patrick, I had a tax refund, right? So, okay, here we go. February. It's February. Johnny gets a $5,000 tax refund. Guess what happens to that tax refund, bro? Taxed again. Guess what happens when he spends that tax refund? Taxed again. Guys, look, 
If you're an employee, you are getting ran through the ringer. You're getting put in the strainer. And then they're putting you in a freaking, I don't know, like a some kind of suction cup chamber that just sucks the absolute life out of you with taxes. Like, my God. It's just insane. And the worst part about it is, the absolute worst part, and I'm sorry I'm getting off on this. I'm totally going to make an episode on this because it gets me fired up. But the worst part of this is we pay all these taxes and we still had to pay a million dollars for health care for a broken leg. For a free, We still had to pay for college a million dollars. Oh, you want a freaking bachelor's degree, bro? Get your checkbook out, buddy. Yep, we're a for-profit. And that's just, I mean, that's just insane. That's just absolutely insane that we're paying all these taxes and we're still not getting a lot of these things. And now I haven't told you guys something. And, and I, I haven't told you guys this. I've been in the in the Guard, the National Guard, for seven years now. So I have access to all these benefits. So I'm not knocking on something because I want it or I don't have it. I have it and I want other people to have it. Because I have insurance and I'm taken care of. No matter what, I, ha- I always will have the National Guard insurance. And other people don't have access to what I have access to. And that's not necessarily... I, I just don't think some things should be a privilege. I don't think... be you know, be, I, I, I'm sorry to dive off political here. Wow, really getting political. Sorry, guys. Let me get back on track for you there. Um, way off in left field. Sitting here at Walmart. Just had a huge dinner. And I'm getting, like, all over the spectrum. Yeah, let's get back on track. Sorry about that. Throwing a reboot out there. Totally got me on my soapbox. Um, I'm sure everybody has something they disagree with. And, and yeah, anyway, so let's just get back to what I was originally talking about. And that's consistency. So, like I said earlier, I'm doing this podcast. My family's in my house. I could just say, oh, you know what, it's Christmas, my family's here, I can't record, I'm sitting in my Ford car in a Walmart parking lot screaming at my phone right now, and people are looking at me like, what the, what the heck, what is this guy doing? Yep, I'm sitting here doing hand gestures, talking to my phone, like, like it was nothing. And people are sitting here staring at me, and it's funny because I don't care, I don't care, because I have to have an office somewhere. And my office is taking over right now. So guess what? My car is my second office. And and that's the thing, guys. You have to have the will to persist. Let's say you're going to the gym. This is a really easy one. Let's say you're going to the gym. You're working out every day. And you 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 decide, hey man, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take a day off. And then it gets easier to take that second day off. And then boom, man, it's so habits are so quick to be lost. You have to be so careful in that department. So just just know, guys, that when you're on a roll and you got momentum, it's like it's like pushing a snowball down a hill. You know, when whenever you take a day off or a break or a rest, you're you're basically trying to stop your snowball from rolling downhill. And at the bottom of that hill, there's a really big prize, a really good prize. You know, fitness, six pack abs, all that. And then you have to start pushing the snowball up the hill to maintain it. So you have to come to grips with life that 
look, consistency in what I do has to be number one. Like, I don't care if it's raining, sleet, or snow, I'm going to do my podcast. I'm going to work on my business. I'm going to work on getting free of this crappy 9 to 5 job that's just got me miserable waking up every Monday morning about to cry in my bed dreading Sunday night having that knot in my stomach thinking to myself man I can't oh I gotta go back it's a torturous hellish place out there guys and people are always trying to step over other people and it's such a there's such a competitiveness in America and there's nothing wrong with that you know that's awesome I get it I totally get it but you just have to realize that when you have all these things you need to constantly be doing and consistently. I was talking to my friend today. He was telling me, he was like, man, I have this, I have two things going on right now and I'm trying to keep holding on to both. And I was like, look, man, you got one thing that is your biggest moneymaker. It's your biggest go-getter. You should hit that one thing over and over and over. That should be your number one priority. This podcast my number one priority right now. 90 days, 90 episodes. That's my number one priority. I'm putting my eyes laser focused. That's awesome that my, you know, that I'm that everything's going good in, in, in some departments. That's awesome that I got this going on, that going on. Somebody's offering me another business opportunity. But I have to be able to weed all this out. I don't care if you got to take your laptop in your car and sit in the back of your car because your family's over and it's Christmas. I don't care, man. You got to get work done, man. And J.J. Watt, he had this really good saying in closing. He says, success, and sorry, I'm probably going to butcher this. Success is not bought. Success is not bought, but rented, but rented, and rent is due every day. You know, something like that. Jeez, man. Success is not bought, but rented, and the rent is due every single day. So, I mean, it's kind of like, when, when you got this business idea, you got this podcast, what's speaking, you know, maybe you're trying to do YouTube, maybe you're trying to do Instagram. But when you're doing something every single day and you're trying to really make an impact in people's lives and add value and, and add, you know, more to people's lives, you, you can't skip a day. Uh, how many NFL football players do you think right now are skipping practice today or, or yesterday? I mean, they're at least going to get up earlier. Or they're gonna stay home later and work out. They're gonna they're gonna put in that effort. And I'm not gonna lie, man. I do this all the time, especially when it comes to gym. Today, I was like, man, oh, it's Christmas. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna you know not work out today. I, I'm not feeling like it. I'm not. I'm just gonna take a break. And guess what, guys? That was stupid, stupid. I should have got out there and worked out. I don't know why I decided to come home and just be lazy. I just went and ate a bunch of food. Not a good idea. Not a good strategy. I should have been more focused on my fitness. So remember, guys, success, it wants your rent money, and your rent money is due every day, and that's your time of working on that one thing. So whatever that one thing is right now, you need to work on it. If you need any help, any advice, hit me up on Facebook, Patrick Hughes 9000 on Facebook. Just hit me up. Let me know what you need, man. I'd totally love to talk to you. All right? Have a great day. And don't forget... Before I end the podcast. <laughs> the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is today. See ya.
Are you feeling entrefied yet? We hope so. For more information and news updates, check us out at www.entrefied.com or contact Patrick directly on facebook.com slash Patrick Hughes 9000.